Life in the Trenches. Relatable, faith-filled conversation about everyday life to encourage and connect. Because at the end of the day, we're all in this life together. Welcome back. I'm your host, Melissa Sharp. So a few years ago, I was traveling to a writer's conference in North Carolina. I had someone who was traveling with me. This was a week away where I would be digging in deep, learning my craft, studying my craft, writing and speaking, taking in a whole bunch of workshops. And I had publisher meetings set up for the the whole week. And it was a pretty big deal. I had probably spent months and months preparing for this time. Um, it's a lot of work. If you've ever attempted to write a book, there's a lot that goes into after the writing. Um, and it's just an overwhelming experience all on its own. So this week went by, it was pretty hectic and I was exhausted, but it was the final day when we were ready to leave and I was coming back home. We had gotten to the airport and everything seemed to line up just fine. Our plane was switched at the last minute for some unknown reason. So we were just shortly delayed and we were taking one flight to another airport where we would have to have a layover before we could catch our second plane. Not exactly ideal, makes for a very long travel day. But that happens. If you've ever been in an airport, anything can change on the fly. So this particular airline that we were taking was fantastic. I love this airline. I could sit in an extra wide comfy seat. I had full size snacks and the service would come by and bring you like your bubbly water with ice cubes and check on you. And there was full size personal televisions in the back of the seat. So knowing it was going to be a bit of a flight, I snuggled in with some HGTV and my full-size snack bag, and I was excited just to rest my brain and zone out. Well, I had the headphones on, and we were getting ready for takeoff, and suddenly it got very quiet on the plane, and the pilot came on, and he started off with almost a a joyful voice. He was jovial and it, it seemed a little odd, but he started off with saying, well, folks, we've had a bit of a delay. It seems that we have found a bullet on the plane. In that moment, you could hear a pin drop on the inside of that aircraft. And I think every single person who was sitting in their seats thought the exact same thing. Will the shooter please stand up? Before long, uh, there was all sorts of police cars and security people that had swarmed around the plane. And we were at the back of the plane, so we couldn't quite see all the commotion that was happening at the front of the plane. But people were getting very upset, very agitated, and very nervous. I mean, this is a post 9-11 situation, scenario going on. So when you hear something like that, you are on high alert. There was a ruckus going on at the front of the plane. And before long, we could hear copious amounts of laughter that started rippling through the plane. But that was about it. 
The pilot came back on and he said, "Okay, folks, the police have left. Security started to pull away from the plane. The air marshals had descended from the plane. And we're just going to get back to get onto the runway so we can take off and get you to your destination. There was no answer. Nobody told us anything that had happened. So back on my headphones, grabbed my full size snacks and tried not to panic, not knowing what had actually happened zoned out until we finally got to our destination and we were supposed to be deporting the plane. I got my luggage down and there was a very long line, as you know, to snake through the aircraft. You're waiting your turn for person after person to grab their things and move forward. And that line started to take an awful long time. By the time I got up to the front, I realized why. The pilot was standing there and he had a cell phone in his hand with a photo. And he was stopping every single passenger on that plane to just assure them that everything was okay and there was nothing to worry about. I guess what had happened is someone had fashioned an actual bullet into a necklace, but lost this charm that fell off of the chain, which hence a stewardess found a bullet on the plane. They didn't know if this was supposed to be a threat or not. So they had to do all sorts of protocols just to make sure that everyone was safe. Huh. Someone had made a necklace out of a bullet and lost it. As I took my luggage and I was walking the walkway back up into the airport, I could hear that still small voice speak to me and in my head and deep within my heart I heard the words not everything is as it appears to be the bottom line was and always is assume nothing everything that I had planned on Everything that I had dreamed for appeared to be falling apart over the next little while after I had returned home from that conference. And certainly nothing was as I assumed it would be. In fact, it wasn't long after we came home that I had to do the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. It wasn't until years later that I could see the blessing in it all, the hardship, the pain, and the outcome. Never assume something will be easy. When we do, I think we just manage to set ourselves up for failure. No, not everything is as it appears to be. This has never seemed more true to me than the society we're living in right now. I don't know about you, but I would venture to think that for most of us, we're having a hard time processing the news of the world around us. We become so focused on what's happening in our own little bubbles, we don't have the headspace to process what's happening to someone else in our own neighborhood, let alone someone on the other side of the world. The news seems to perpetuate fear to the point where we don't even feel comfortable around our own families, let alone being active in our community. Our homes, which are meant to be our places of refuge, 
feel like they've become our prisons. We can't control what's happening to us. So sometimes we try desperately to control what's happening around us. What's the message that we hear every single day? Assume nothing so that you don't get caught unaware or unprepared. But there is one thing I think that we can assume in life. No, it's not the old saying, death and taxes, though I think we can all admit that's true. It's the second definition of the noun assumption as written in Webster's Dictionary. The action of taking on responsibility. We can't assume what we think is true just because we think it. We can't assume something's going to work out the way we want it to just because it has before. We can't assume the thoughts or feelings of another person. And we certainly can't assume someone else will take responsibility for their actions. Haven't we all lived through this? Haven't we all been affected by the assumption of another person that we would know it was just a joke or that they didn't really mean it? Maybe we've been the other person and we hurt somebody and we didn't really mean to. I spoke, I assumed, and I failed. Those things are on us and us alone. So if I've learned anything during this time of isolation, it's that not everything is as it appears to be. The statistics on abuse in North America during the last year are staggering. Children's services have been overwhelmed with inquiries and home visits. Women's shelters are overcrowded, homeless shelters, food banks, and suicide helplines They don't have enough resources to help. People are literally crumbling on the inside long before the world can even see it on the outside. And sometimes it's too late because of our assumptions. We find ourselves asking questions that we never thought we'd ask. And there never seems to be enough answers, let alone any good ones. Recently, I had a friend that had a huge bruise that she couldn't hide. And I felt compelled to ask her if she was okay and needed help. Don't assume because somebody's life on the outside looks good, that everything on the inside is perfect. Because perfection doesn't exist. Perhaps that's why we love our bubbles so much. We can shelter and protect ourselves from the pain and problems of the outside world. Because if we can't fix our own problems, How can we ever attempt to help fix the problems of someone else? Hmm, maybe that's where we can find some of the answers we're looking for. If we can stop assuming someone else or somebody else will do it and actually be that someone or somebody else to help shoulder some of the responsibility of another person, then maybe there'll be someone or somebody else who will do the same for us. Because in my experience, it always seems easier to help with someone else's problem than trying to figure out a solution to my own. I can't assume I can do it all on my own. And I can't assume somebody will reach out to me 
if I'm not willing to reach out to someone else myself. These assumptions, they're going to do me under. I have to remember that everybody's got a different story. Everyone's walking a different life path. Everything isn't always as it appears to be. Maybe we just need to ask more questions. We have to be willing to help one another more often. And if we're open to embracing our vulnerability, that vulnerability is literally a gift to someone else, telling them that it's okay for them to be vulnerable too. So at the end of the day, I just have to remember that if I assume that I'm probably wrong, and I don't want to be wrong, it's not that I can't be wrong, it's just I want to do the best I can with what I'm given. I want to use my gifts and my talents to my greatest ability. I want to be someone or somebody for somebody else. Thanks for listening today. I hope you don't have to live through something as dramatic as I did and as fearful just to learn a simple life lesson like assume nothing. Maybe you were challenged. Maybe you were encouraged. But I hope that you've learned something like I have because at the end of the day, nothing is as it appears to be.